Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within. I'm your host, Enrique, and today I'm on the last leg of my international month. For, for those of you that follow me, you know, my birth month is July. I love to travel, and so we go abroad. And today we are all the way in the U.K., so I'm making my way back to the, <laughs> to the U.S. But today I have with me Veronica Safua Owusu. She is dynamic. And so I am so blessed to have her with me today. Veronica, thank you for sharing this podcast with me today. Hey, and, uh, you know, cheers to all July borns. I'm also July born. So, hey, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Outstanding. Well, a belated uh, happy birthday to you. Thank you. And, and folks, today we're going to be talking about leadership and empowerment. And I could not have thought of any other person the best suited to speak about this topic. Um, but let me give Veronica a little bit of time to tell us a little <laughs> bit about her, her background and what she's doing. Mm. Well, you, you know, you said the word empowerment and most people know me as the power <laughs> coach. <laughs> so really um, what I'm doing is it's all started a few years ago, actually, about 10 years ago when the power was very much the powerless <laughs> and uh, had to really wake up to the reality that she'd been living somebody else's dream. She's, she'd been living somebody else's expectation of who she should or shouldn't be. And until I awakened that, um, or awakened that warrior within me, did I transform from that V powerless state of mind to that V power. And living up to that name today means being truly myself, expanding and growing each day into that better version of myself. And I help other coaches and other consultants that are all about impact package their gold dust of experience, of knowledge, of passion, of talents, and package that into transformational online courses so that they too can have a ripple effect on their tribe. And they too can serve with focus, with clarity, and with confidence. And together we, we create this ripple effect in the world, building each other up at the same time. So that's what I do today. And that's what V-Power is about, empowering others. And absolutely, I, like I mentioned in our chat before the session, you know, I've been following your work throughout, not only in your coaching uh, mechanism that you have through LinkedIn, but your efforts outside, you know, into, into your community. And it is so empowering. And we're going to say that word about 50 <laughs> times today. Key, key word today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it is. I, I watch you navigate you know, the multitudes of your, your life. And for those of you that don't know Veronica on LinkedIn, you'll either catch her dancing <laughs> or talking about, you know, courses or in her community. Now tell us a little bit about your work out in the community. Hmm. Well, you know, this really um, struck me about two years ago when my father passed away and we were at the funeral. And as we were, 
um, I remember viewing the body um, as he laid there dressed up as a king in his traditional king take cloth and jewelry all around his arm and his neck and he lay there so peaceful and so um, so majestic and I remember in that very moment like today in my mind I said I'm going to come back here to the village and I'm going to give back I'm going to do something here I want to do something here um, I, I was never growing up in Ghana we lived in the city so I wasn't really much or very often in the village that in that area so really now being where I am in life and um, now being awakened after his his death really something awoken within me and I said I'm going to come back and give something I didn't know how I didn't know what I didn't know what it was going to look like this is like two years ago and um, with that intention I had this vision of the gold dust project and because I'm all about the gold dust and it's really about building the community with um, leveraging their skill set and um, presenting different trainings and courses that will allow them to level up their skills, package that so that they can in turn serve the community and they can also leverage each other up through their own gold dust of experience and talent and gifts and they together can grow in the community so being now the new board member of the education uh, community worldwide I now have even um, a greater opportunity to make that happen I know this is a vision much greater than myself and I alone um, cannot do it I know that so it's all about creating a support system of people that align with the vision that are all about impact and together we can do something great so that is the these are the beginnings stages and I was in the village uh, a few months ago I documented the whole journey and um, yes we are now at the stages of talks there there are ideas of training courses but also setting up solar panels um, in the village because we have women that give birth in the dark and you have the torchlight and the phones that are used in such chaotic situations so one idea right now that we're discussing are solar panels to be installed but also maintaining them is something that we have to think about. When we think of investment, we don't, we don't only invest and say, yes, I've done my part. Yes, now I've given back. No, this is something that needs to be maintained. So that solar panels deteriorate. Who's going to maintain them? How is this going to be impactful in the long term? So these are all things that I have to consider when gathering the, the force. <laughs> yeah, and, and talk about empowerment. Uh, you know, you, you look at the 2021, <laughs> 2022 almost here in another five Gosh, months right um, and they there are still people doing things in the dark and, mm. and 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 if that doesn't blow your mind folks that are listening if that doesn't blow your mind I don't know what will but there are folks like you that have been given a platform that have been giving uh, opportunities by your efforts now I, I won't say everything just boom here you go but by your efforts and through your efforts, you've been given these opportunities to go back. You know, I, I've always been one to say, yeah, I always wanted to be the governor of Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from Puerto Rico. I, yeah. I've always said that since I was a little kid. I've mm. done nothing in that effort, so I don't think I will be. But <laughs> if I could do something for my country, my my mm. island, mm. it would be to go back and and educate them on, on leadership and things. So yes, they very much need a be, skill. <laughs> doesn't need to be the governor, but you yeah. have done such a wonderful job in going back and as something as simple as education and solar panels, which, you know, and, and you're right. They, they may, maintenance is a thing. It's part, it's uh, part you of it. You yeah. have to have to bring it in. 
But uh, thank you so much for what you're doing. I, um, and I'm not from Ghana, but I, I feel I'm a human, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that is such a noble thing to do, to go back and reinvest or educate and bring your people up alongside you. That's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And I, I really thank you for that. Now, folks, if you're listening, you know, we're talking about empowerment. We're going to transition here into the leadership side, because as I was telling Veronica early on, you know, there's power in titles. And a lot of times in leadership, we get wrapped around the title and not wrap uh, uh, and that wrapping around doesn't let loose in the people. And so you have an opportunity to empower your folks and, and a true leader will empower their people because the premise of your, t- of your title and your spot is that you are to train someone to replace you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your empowerment around the, co- the, co- the development of courses, because that is something that like myself and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure I will be working with you in the future <laughs> because, you know, there's just so much that you have mm-hmm. and you want to package it up real nice yeah. for your folks. Yeah. So when people come to you, what are they really looking for and how do you help them in, in that regard? Okay. So let's start from the basics of empowerment and how I empower others. It started with me, me being empowered because there was a space and a time, uh, this was about five years ago uh, when I did my training to become, to become a coach, right? We enter this massive ocean of the online world or the coaching world. And the question is, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Like, uh, what's my mission? Like who exactly am I here to serve? I can serve literally everybody. I have the skill set, but then I know that uh, I need to find what they call the niche, right? How do I do that? I was so lost and my messaging was inconsistent. I remember every time I would go to a networking event, I would spend like 30 minutes before time scribbling on a piece of paper what I was going to say. <laughs> it was so inconsistent and I felt it. I had the power. I had this warrior within me ready to make an impact, ready to make a difference in the world, but I was quite lost in how do I go around doing that? And I remembered, Veronica, you have buried some really precious things in your past Some of them were failures. For example, my two businesses that had gone bankrupt back in Poland. And I was standing in front of a pawn broker shop selling my precious belongings because we didn't have any money for the rent. Those stories I had buried. Me as a teacher, over 84 million hours of course creation, program development schemes, and lesson planning, I had buried. I had buried all my stories. Like I was a coach. I'm like, this is who I am. I'm here to save the world. (laughs) But... That wasn't an empowering state of mind. When you hide behind your stories and you feel or you have the fear of being judged or being criticized and you hide behind the truth of who you really are for the fear of people maybe misunderstanding or kind of uh, having an an impression about you and all about them, you know, it's all about what they think about me. And that is not a space of empowerment. When you own your truth, when you own your stories, your failures, the dark, the dark, <laughs> the cobwebs all in the, you know, hidden there, the skeletons all like, when you really own it and unearth that and you give it purpose, you give it meaning, that's where the power comes from. Because now you have nothing to hide behind. You're fearless. You, 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 you're now ready. Nobody can 
do anything or say anything to you that is going to hurt you or surprise you because you have come out with it. This is who I am. This is who I've been. And this is who I am today. And it's because of those stories. It's because of those experiences. So for me, finding my voice and art as a coach was my starting point to empowering others because I had to empower myself. So it was only when I unearthed Mike Goldust as a teacher, as an entrepreneur who'd gone through all those experiences, as that fearless warrior caged, all those things that made who I was, I owned it. And I used that to connect the dots and say, listen, Veronica, you're not here just to serve business owners or anybody who has a goal or who wants to unlock their potential. I think there's something greater here, Veronica. I'm going to help other coaches like me create online courses because that's that's your essence, that's your skill, that's your passion, teaching. You're going to do that. And why coaches? Because that was me. I'm a coach as well. And I've gone through that terrible, chaotic, lost in the fog, sinking ship kind of feeling. And I know how it feels like. So that's the closest to me. I help, of course, other people that are not necessarily coaches, but that is who ideally I vibe with. And that's who I attract into my space. So answering the question of how I empower them and who I empower, it started with me. I can only empower those um, that have a similar story that I've been through because that's where the essence and the alignment and the experience come from. So I feel that empowered people empower people. And you can only be empowered when you own your gold dust, when you own your truth, when you own all the things that you've been through. And that's where V-Power comes from. So today, yes, I empower others by first unearthing your stories, just like I had to unearth your gold dust, just like I had to, and then use my experience as a teacher and a course creator to help them package that. And using my experience as an online coach, deliver that and bring that to the world using their voice, using their visibility, their presence and their energy. So I hope I've answered the question. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wonderful. I, you know, I've always said you can't give what you don't have. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I obviously heard that when I was growing up and just gravitated to, because it's true. An empty vessel cannot pour into another vessel. Mm -hmm. You can't. So you must empower yourself. And I'm so glad you did because you do such a good job. And I see it all the time uh, through your testimonials that you share, <laughs> through the impact that you're doing uh, uh, in and around you. Uh, so I completely agree that step one is empowering yourself. And for the leaders that are listening, if you're looking at yourself and you're noticing that you know, you're feeling kind of a little empty is probably because you haven't empowered yourself and dove into those areas. So, hey, reach out to Veronica and she'll get you there. But uh, so uh, I, I love how you step one empowerment of self. Then you are able to translate that into empowerment of the of the leader, of the person wanting to create a custom, I say, you know, course for themselves that they can actually use for others uh, in their coaching, uh, which, I, like I said, I'm looking for. But um, when you get to empower yourself, uh, it doesn't end there because the whole reason why you want to get clarity for you is so that you can bring clarity to others. So 
what are the biggest obstacles that you see when people come to you outside of the, them not really knowing themselves yet? Um, mm. Is it fear? Is it intimidation from other coaches? Is, you know, what, what are the things that uh, just, you know, blaring come out and say, ah, wow, you know, that's, that's a big issue and yeah. I need to address that. Can I really do it? That is like, can I, I see other people who are successful doing courses, but can I really do it is a question that they ask themselves. Can I pull it off? Do I trust myself enough? Do I believe in myself enough? Have I got what it takes to really pull it off? The doubt is the number one killer. The technicalities of course creation, I can create a course with my eyes closed. That's not the big issue. It starts with the foundation, right, of can I really pull it off? And because of that fear and that doubt and those, you know, um, crippling thoughts, they never really take that step. Or when they do take that step, it comes from a space of fear and they never really show up as powerfully and they're never really all in it because they're hiding behind their stories. They're hiding behind the cobwebs um, and the untold truths that they may not want to, you know, expose. I, I always live according to the law of proportional standards. You cannot take your clients to a standard you haven't been to yourself or you haven't reached yourself. And you cannot receive, <laughs> you cannot receive that which you're not ready to receive, the law of proportional standards. <laughs> so and the same with clients. You may be struggling getting clients, the flow is inconsistent. Are you in proportion to the um, a law of proportional standards are you ready to receive some of us are not as much as we say we want to but you're not ready to receive and we self-sabotage ourselves right uh, by not taking the action by procrastinating by giving excuses it's just these are just underlining signs that we're not really ready to receive because of those doubts and fears so the law of proportional standards can be applied to all areas of businesses actually I say I cannot take my I'm also a deep dive mindset coach right and I cannot take my clients any deeper than I have been personally right so I'm always about personal development and developing myself and also going deeper transcending discovering more and exploring more about myself so that I can do the same for my clients um, so really the biggest issue here is can I really do this right am I good enough Am I expert enough? Do I have what it takes? Can I trust myself to, when the going gets tough to pull it off and to stay consistent and to stay committed throughout the journey? Because this is not a five day, you know, that's <laughs> two day thing, especially when you're building an audience, when you're starting from the beginning. Um, of course, there are other things like, you know, how, how do I start? Where do I start? How do I package it? You know, how do I create a course outline? All the technicalities of it. How do I actually launch it? And there's a whole procedure. And these are systems. These are processes. But without the mindset, all the systems and strategies you can, you can know, you can read about. But if you don't deal with the self, and that's why in my course, in my program, I take it a level deeper. Unlike other courses, I do the unearthing process I take time with that process. I take about two weeks to unearth before we actually go into the course topic. <laughs> Can you imagine? Most will say, let's start with the course topic. Okay, figure out where you have authority, where you know you, you, know, you have experience, right? And, and that's where you're going to craft your course topic from. On a surface level, yeah, I know where I have experience. On a surface level, yeah, I know where my passions and talents is. But you don't go deep enough to extract the essence and to really feel confident about it. 
and also, you know, going through the validation stage of testing it out and making your audience aware that you are actually creating something for them. Some people hide because they're fearful of what people are going to think and they hide and they don't share this project that they have their course with your audience so you know there are many factors so answering your question the main thing is can i really do it can i pull it off um they are successful but does that mean i'm going to be successful maybe not so then they always doubt themselves i totally understand that question <laughs> when you're talking about bringing forth a product or anything uh in in entrepreneurial spirit right yeah. uh, you just want to know man can i do it you know, can I really do this? And uh, I love that law. Uh, as you're talking about that, you know, I'm reflecting on myself and say, yeah, uh, you can't, you know, you can't expect this up here when you're doing this down here. Right. <laughs> um, and, and I love how you put it. Are you ready to receive uh, for those out there listening? If, if, if that, you know, a little segment right there did not put you in a check, <laughs> I don't know what will, because a lot of times we expect to receive something we're not ready for. Um, and in leadership, it's one of the biggest uh, pain points in my life uh, is the leader that's propelled to a position and not ready for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't see the results that they think they will get, but they've not put in the time. Uh, I was talking not so long ago, uh, ago about leaders that are, are pushed into those situations where they're just not ready to command that uh, that in, they, they don't have the influence and they can't even command the influence, even with a title. And a lot of times that's disempowering because you were put there for a reason, but maybe the reason wasn't so clear. And sometimes you just got to get up to bat, <laughs> even if you want to, even if all you could do is bunt, right? Oh, that's all you could do. But, but even a bunt can get in a run, right? And so you have to be clear about yourself. I love how you say that, you know, you got to be ready to receive. Um, you also have to be ready to give. So you can't give if you're empty. Uh, and all of this is bridging just so wonderfully because, you know, at the beginning, we talk about hey, this is a very free, free flowing uh, podcast where we talk about this stuff. But um, let's talk a little bit about now you, you, you've mentioned the getting yourself ready, right? Empowering yourself. Uh, you look at uh, that doubting mechanism in us that we all have in one way or another. Right? It comes out yeah. hmm. um, and you're and you're overcoming that. What what do you see as one of the things that helps someone go from that doubt to an actual execution? Now, obviously, self-belief is one uh, and and getting yourself ready, you know, doing the homework, doing the work is another. But where have you seen the most successes in the folks that come with to you in, in these situations? Right. Yeah. So once we do the unearthing, right, and we really start connecting the dot, we have to craft a powerful course topic. That is your message. You know what? The most important thing about any course that you can ever design is the message. That is the essence. That is the, the spirit of your course or program, the message. So that's why we do the unearthing and we dig deeper so that we can evoke the story that has been, that you've gone through and we can evoke 
or we can unravel from the debris, the debris of your stories, we can unravel your ideal soulmate client or your ideal client, um, like, like we call it. Because it's within the debris. She, she's lost somewhere. He's lost somewhere. So the story and the unearthing is to unravel that so that we can identify who we're creating this for. When you really craft a powerful course topic, it builds your confidence because it's your truth. It's your story. It's who you are. It's what you've been through. And it's specific. It's focused on one thing. And the lack of confidence is because of the overwhelm of too many ideas and too many things. There's lack of focus. That's, you know, let's remind ourselves what confidence is. Confidence is not your problem. Confidence is just a byproduct. It's a result of a chronic issue, which is the lack of focus and clarity and, and that overwhelm of which idea should I use and all those things. Those are the issues that we address. So once we address that, now we craft this powerful course topic and promise a statement that when you read, this is my promise to you. You're like, yes, I can actually deliver on this. Yes, this is who I am. So that's how we build the confidence by crafting that course topic. And to even double and triple that confidence, we need to go out there into the world and validate it with your ideal audience, with, with you, you're the target audience and say, listen, this is what I'm creating for you. I really, I'm so passionate about this. And I wanna see, you know, if this is something that you need. I have a question, I have a few questions I'd love to ask you so that I can really build something powerful. So you get them involved. And when you see the feedback, when you do your research, we call it the market research. I call it the course topic validation game plan. That's what I use in my course. Because it's literally a game plan that you have to go out there and execute that again, boosts your confidence that yes this is this is what my ideal client wants this is something that's going to sell and this is something that i'm creating for an existing issue that is urgent enough that people want to have a solution to so the validation stage is crucial into building the confidence in the next steps and not only does it build your confidence that it's actually going to sell but you also get raw first-hand material from your ideal clients because you remember, you know sometimes we forget and we think we're creating this course for ourselves to earn more money for ourselves so that we can buy that house for ourselves so that we can go on that trip <laughs> no forget about that now you're creating a course not for yourself you're creating a course for somebody and whatever comes after that those are the secondary matters yeah okay it's nice money will come naturally of course yeah you do get that house eventually that's secondary it's not primary so um answering the question yes we need to craft that course topic and then we validate it and by that time you have built the conviction that this is something that i'm creating with impact it's something that i'm going to sell it has my spirit in it because i have a message that impacts and that is going to be the soul and the fire of my course and then Go, I go into the instructional design because as a teacher, and again, somebody asked me, oh, Veronica, do all teachers do instructional, instructional design and all that? I'm like, I'm not sure because I, I can only speak for myself. I went to university. I did my master's degree in Poland. Poland and Russia are one of the, have the one, one of the best educational systems when it comes to universities. Underrated, um, not um, really much spoken about, but I can say from my personal first-hand experience, Poland has a very, very robust system when it comes to education. They take it very seriously. 
I had a hard time, especially as a, you know, living in Ghana and now being there, you know, for the first time. But I'm glad I went through all the, the, the hardships and the knocks and all that, because I can say that I really equipped myself with some hardcore skills that I'm using today. And I, I, I love how, you know, you take us through this whole uh, journey to getting your course. But out of all of that uh, that you shared what resonated with me was something that we fail to acknowledge, which is our story. A lot of people are trying to tell someone else's story, either things you learn through scholastics or things you learn through experience of someone else. But we fail to anchor ourselves in the one thing that differentiates us from everyone else which is our story. So I love that you bring that up because folks, if you're listening and you're not telling your story, you're telling somebody else's story. That's just Mm -hmm. plain and simple, right? So when you start to dig deep enough, right, you might, you might hit and strike oil, but you never know (laughs) until you dig down. And, and it is your story, which is the true essence of your life. And, and if you cannot relate that, if you cannot tap into that, and we talked about being empty and trying to put into uh, other, other vessels, if you can't tap into that, then you can't tap into anything because other people's stories is theirs, <laughs> right? <laughs> I told my son the other day, I said, son, don't be a cheap copy. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, what? I said, let me explain, because he's trying to emulate other, you know, other people. And I say, it's nice that you have role models or people Mm -hmm. that you say, oh, wow, I I like that. Their journey is not yours and yours will never replicate theirs. So don't be a cheap copy. And then, you know, he kind of understood. But, you know, our story is just wrapped up with so much to give and to tell. Um, and, and you mentioned earlier, right, your 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 cobwebs, your, you know, things <laughs> in the, that you've buried so deep. Yes. Uh, though, that's what made us. And mm-hmm. if we can't acknowledge even those things within our story and our and our giving and what we communicate, then we are truly losing ourselves. And yeah. so there's nothing more empowering than to actually be able to tell your story. because the passion truly comes out. You know, if I was to tell you about my, my sea going days, you're going to be like, wow, you know, you you might, you might get some sea spray on, (laughs) but, but it, it, because it was my experience, right? Uh, All the trips to Hong Kong and, uh, you know, and and Singapore and all Japan and all those things. So folks, your story is worth telling. Uh, Veronica will help you package it up. How about that? (laughs) And and get it into a course. But so we get into this uh, level of that. We're confident. We, we got our things. We're getting up there and we, we have everything ready. Uh, We feel empowered. Right. And I know that there's probably nothing more deflating (laughs) than putting it out there and, and it flop. Right. Uh, Failure is part of empowerment whether people mm. realize it or not. What could you tell us about yeah. the role that failure has in empowerment? <laughs> so wait, so just with a course, for example, people forget that there are 
tiny moving pieces that happen behind the course creation process itself, behind closed doors. So when, I, when I'm creating the course with my clients, there are several other things that are happening in the engine. <laughs> the course is the whole packaged thing, right? That's the car. But behind is the engine and under the beneath the bonnet, right? That's the engine. So really, if we want to launch successfully and really get your first paying clients and not hear crickets, right? It's important that we build those moving pieces whilst creating the course. That way, your chances of successfully launching are higher. But also, you have to have an audience and not just any audience of anybody watching or following you, but of that targeted people that this course is being created for, or else you're not selling. If you don't have a target audience, you're not selling. I don't care what they write out there in the internet that you can launch a course without an audience. Even if you tap into somebody else's audience or do a JV joint venture or on somebody else's podcast and, and announce your course and so on, it's still an audience. You still need that. So when you really take the little pieces that need to be put together behind the scenes, you really increase your chances. But also, I don't feel there's anything like failure as such. It's about consistency more than anything else. If you do the first launch and you're, you know, you, you have a webinar and, you know, or whatever you want to call a presentation or you have your announcements, it's like you're creating or you're organizing a party. Yeah, you have all the food, all the chicken, all the rice, all the music, the band event is coming. Do you call people on the same day and say, hey, I have a party now. Are you coming over? Well, that's what many people do with course creation when they're launching. Oh, then I have a course. Oh, nobody has ever heard about it. You call your friends, you, you, you know, you call, tell your friends to tell your other friends or bring people around. You like bring people around like two, three months before the big party when you have a wedding or, you know, an anniversary party, these big parties, like three months ahead, people have to, you know, warm up to you. So um, there are things that you can do to reduce your chances of maybe not, you know, hitting the nail or not having those clients. But I feel whatever the case, if it doesn't work the first time and you just have a few or one or two, whatever, you need to be consistent. You cannot give up. And that's what many people do. They give up too quick. They change and then they do all these things and try the next new shiny thing. You need to stay truthful. That's why for me, it's important I do the unearthing. So I don't have a situation with my clients where they're just trying different things and next big thing, they're consistent. And if it doesn't, uh, if you have a few clients and next month is going to be better. And then the third, and because you're building your authority, you're building your visibility, people are still warming up to you, right? Many of them have never been visible before. And so they're now building that. And, and it takes time. It takes consistency. So I don't want us to see it as failure, but as a growth, it's a journey. We're expanding and the universe is moving worlds without you even knowing to bring forth what you seek. You have to trust that. You have to have the faith. And that's where the muscle of faith comes in. You know, I call my courses deep dives because it's a deep dive and it's a soul deep experience. I'm not about just creating any course just for the course creation sake of it no I really am very passionate and it's personal for me so you need to trust that worlds are moving behind closed doors the universe is moving people's worlds especially for you to bring forth what you seek and if you stop halfway through they're like the universe is like okay well she stopped so why should we continue you know 
<laughs> bringing things to her. Well, that's stop two. And then you wonder why. You have to be consistent. I think consistency is a big one. And the, the muscle of faith, knowing that, listen, I've done the work. I've done the work. Bloody hell, I have done the work. And that's, of course, the condition. You have to do the work. As in when I say work, not in a negative way, like sweat and sweating blood and sweating all, no, and frustration and no. I, uh, when I talk, talk about work, I mean the pleasant. You've done the work. You know who you are. You know who your ideal client is. You know the solution. You know the value. You know you have all the systems in place. Like you know it. It's just a matter of time. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm, I'm smiling as you're talking about <laughs> this because, you know, it's something that we all, if you're in the entrepreneur space, you know that this is the case. This, this is it, right? You're going to have those areas and maybe uh, not failure, but uh, testing, right? Yeah. Testing of, yeah. of your grit, your perseverance, yeah. all of that stuff that yeah. comes with uh, trying to launch something. Uh, yeah. But you, you, you definitely have to be keyed into your audience because you just can't speak to the air. Uh, uh, the air may whistle if it, <laughs> if you're in the right place, but it doesn't talk that much, right? So no. if you if you put it out there in the air, it may never land on anything. Uh, so your audience is key, uh, and and so folks that are catching us here in the, in the latter part that we spoke a lot about a lot of things. Hope you go back and listen, but self empowerment is where it starts, right? That's how we started this conversation. You have to overcome doubt because it's going to be there. We're always. Human. It always creeps up somewhere or another, either by yourself or by somebody else. Yeah. Um, you, you have to know your message and you have to be able to relate your message to the right audience yes. uh, at the right time. And most importantly, uh, your, your ideal client, your audience, your target audience, I like to call your soulmate client, must, they must see likeness in you. They have to see themselves in you. That's the only way they can connect on a deeper emotional level. When they see themselves and when they see likeness in you, it's only because you have built a bridge through your story. There has to be a level connection, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, and it's usually that, that, that's what I'm saying. When you talk about hiding your story, there's so many people that are running through the similar situations. And when you hide it, that's the key. You're hiding the key. <laughs> so yeah, bring it yeah. out. Why, why would you, why'd you <laughs> hide the why key? Would you, <laughs> right, why? But, but mm -hmm. it happens, right? So yeah. Veronica, thank you so much for all that you've shared with us today. If somebody was looking to get into, uh, course creation, getting their story out there and packaging it all up, how would they contact you? Yeah, so of course, my my virtual office is, in, is on LinkedIn. <laughs> so just, you know, hashtag the power coach or Veronica Safua Owusu on my website, the-powercoaching.com. And um, yeah, that's it. And, you know, there are some resources that you can download and you can always book a clarity call with me just to ask some questions and see if you're on the right track, if you have any doubt or if you have any concerns or if you've been creating your course and it's taking ages, <laughs> it's taking too long. And it's just now you're like, Ugh, the, the engine has stopped <laughs> and you feel like giving up. This could be the sign that you just have to talk to somebody and get some insights on what your next steps should be. Absolutely. Well, folks, we've been talking about leadership and empowerment. 
I've uh, been blessed to have this conversation with the V Power Coach, uh, which <laughs> I've followed for a while. Thank you so much, Veronica, for being with me today. For all of you, you out there wanting to get encouraged, wanting to be empowered, wanting to get a course launch, reach out to Veronica. I'll put all her information in the, in the show notes and on the video so you can have that information. But once again, Veronica, thank you for thank you. Uh, being with us. Any parting words before we close out? Oh, boy. Oh, I'm all about the gold dust effect, right? So really use your gold dust to make that difference in the world. You know you have it. You know you have all that sparkle inside you. You know you have those experiences. You know you have so much to offer the world and it's killing you. It's killing you that you, ha you have it all blocked and you know you're so much greater than what you're doing now. And I have that feeling as well. There's so much more. But together we grow. And I feel together we leverage each other. I, I don't see myself as being in front of somebody or behind. I'm always next to somebody. We're, in, we're together. We're on this journey. We're at different you know, stages, but we're together. So uh, use your gold dust to make a difference in the world. Outstanding. I feel like I'm in a Disney movie right now, sprinkling some gold yeah. dust. On <laughs> That's behind me, the gold dust. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, folks, thank you for being with us uh, once again, Veronica. Thank you. And as we love to close this show, success to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.